And a voice from heaven said, This is my son, the beloved, with whom I am well pleased. I speak to you in the name of one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. I was talking on the phone with a mentor of mine recently, and it had been some time since we had spoken. So we caught up with one another in the usual fashion. He asked how my ministry was going, and I asked him how he was doing. And of course, we inquired about family. He has three kids, which are older than mine. So I asked him about his three, and he was asking me about my three. And so at the end of a very good, long conversation, we were getting ready to hang up. And he said, thanks for calling. It's good to hear your voice. Wow, that's that's really sweet to say. That's a, a nice compliment. And really, the, the same was true for him. It was good for me to hear his voice, especially after not speaking for some time. It was good to hear his voice. It was uh, it was comforting. It was reassuring to to speak with him yet again. Voices are important. Your voice is important. My voice is important. Voices are how we recognize one another. In my office, I cannot see who comes through the office door. Always hear when someone comes through the office door, but I can never see who it is. And so I always listen for a voice. And so I can recognize who has come through the door by listening to that voice. And it gives me great joy or it gives me some anxiety. Just kidding. But that's how we recognize one another is through our voice. You recognize, perhaps, the voice of a child calling to you in the midst of a bunch of children on Wednesday night, this past Wednesday night, for our Epiphany service. We had a children's Holy Eucharist here, and then we went out back behind the church to have the burning of the greens. And during that Holy Eucharist, all of the children of the chapel were gathered right here, and it was wonderful, perfect chaos. And I was sitting in the pews, and I could tell which one of the children, especially if it were mine, were being the loudest. So we tend to recognize, we tend to know very well the voices of those that we love most dear. And then there are those voices that, that we miss. There are those voices that we wish we could hear yet again. The voice of a parent or a grandparent or perhaps even a great-grandparent, or a dear friend, or perhaps a sibling. There are those voices that we yearn to hear once again. Last year, my mother gave all of the grandchildren a copy of one of my grandfather's sermons, and it was on a CD. And so every now and then, I'll, I'll, when I'm in the car, I'll pop it in and I'll listen to him. And it's a 20-minute sermon, uh, 20 minutes, and it's on the Gospel of John's, uh, the raising of Lazarus. And so it's really good to hear my grandfather expound upon and give his theological and pastoral take on the raising of Lazarus. But really more than that, it's good to hear my grandfather's voice again. It was 2001 when he died. So it's good to, to hear that voice again. And it gives me, it gives me comfort. It gives me assurance once again. Voices are important. We recognize voices and they give us comfort. They give us hope. 
such as President Franklin Roosevelt's voice coming through the radio during his fireside chats during his presidential administration. Of course, that was during the Depression and World War II. And so President Roosevelt's fireside chats worked to calm the fears of a nation. He would talk about his hopes for America. He would talk about his policies. But more than that, it was his voice. It was his voice coming through the radio into the homes of Americans, which gave them hope, which gave them assurance, which gave them comfort during a tumultuous time. The voice of God is entrenched throughout the Bible. The voice of God can be heard throughout the whole of the Bible, beginning with creation, beginning when God's voice spoke through creation into being, when God said, let there be light, when God said, let there be birds of the air, and fish of the sea, when God said, let there be waters that covers the earth and land, and when God deliberated, and with God's very voice created you and me, let us make humankind in our own image. We have been created by the very voice of God, by the very voice of love. And then you continue, and God's voice can be heard prophets heard that voice, were given instructions, and that voice of God sent the prophets, called the prophets to do God's work. And in our psalm today, Psalm 29, the psalmist speaks about the voice, the voice of the Lord, the voice of God, how powerful and mighty it is. The psalmist describes it as like thunder. In fact, the Hebrew word for thunder, kol, also means voice. The psalmist speaks of the voice of the Lord being able to shake the wilderness and split flames of fire. The psalmist hears that voice of God. And so too in our gospel lesson this day, once again, we hear the voice of God at the baptism of Jesus in the river Jordan. The voice of God anointing Christ as the Messiah, identifying him as the very son of God. That same voice that was there in the beginning, we hear about today in our gospel lesson. That same voice is there at Christ's baptism, which we commemorate today. In our own baptism, one of the gifts that we receive is a deeper relationship with the divine. In baptism, we enter into a deeper relationship of love with our God, with our Creator, with our Redeemer and our Sustainer. What comes with that deep relationship is the voice of God. That voice of God is accessible to us. That voice of God is still prevalent today as it was in the beginning. That same voice of God which created the heavens and the earth, which called and sent the prophets, that same voice that the psalmist talks about today can be heard. That same voice calls you, speaks to you, if only we would be willing to put down the cell phones. I know it's ironic. Got one in my hand. Do away with the tablets for a bit. Quit sending emails. Quit being preoccupied. Cast out those things which hold us back from hearing that voice. That voice that has always called us, has always been available to us. That voice that gives us comfort. That voice that gives us hope. 
Today, we baptized at the 11 o'clock service three precious girls. Adeline, Dolly, and Lawrence. And they too, through the waters of baptism, enter into a deeper relationship with God. They too will be called and sent by God. They too will be called to sit still, to be silent, and to listen for that voice of God. When we pray, it is not a monologue. We are not speaking to God and God merely listens, but God speaks back. It is up to us to be quiet and to listen to that voice of God. One thing that I discovered when I did CPE which is clinical pastoral education. Pretty much I was a chaplain in a hospital for a summer. One thing that I discovered is that the Holy Spirit gives us the capability to speak. But the Holy Spirit also gives us the capability to shut up. And that's one of the things that I learned about the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit gives me the ability to shut up, to be still, to do away with those things that hold me back from listening to the voice of God. It's not easy. It's not easy. You have to be intentional about it, but make no mistake. God is calling you. God's voice is accessible to you. Are you listening? Amen.